Now, Jordan, the A-League season is making its return and the glory they kick off uh, their campaign on Sunday against the Newcastle Jets. But we thought we'd get an A-League uh, pundit on. Yep. Uh, we're joined by Lockie from Coast Watch Football. He's an absolute Central Coast Mariners nut and he's joining us right now. Lockie, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Now, Lockie, of course, um, I think I know what your answer will be to this, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, the grand final, uh, of course, uh, was, was originally, you know, we were all up in arms about how it was going to be in Sydney the next three seasons, but it's been reversed. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah, the correct decision to reverse it, obviously. Uh, no one wanted it to happen. Mm. Uh, you know, we had so many great memories over the years of the grand final being hosted, you know, all over the place, across, you know, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth. Uh, and uh, it was the right decision to finally, you know, reverse it. And uh, look, what they've announced, Unite Round, I do like it. Mm. Um, it's an exciting concept. It's obviously, obviously something we've seen, you know, uh, done in other codes. And uh, look, I, I, hope, I hope it's something that they rotate around to other cities and, uh, yeah, make it a really big event for the season. Yeah, as well. Now, obviously, we're over here in Perth, our glory, taking on uh, Newcastle in the first game. Now... Last three seasons, we've missed the Australia Cup round of 32. We were just talking off here. Our goal for this season almost can we get top eight so we actually get into the Australia Cup? But do you think, like, do you think the glory can finally make a rise up the ladder after a few years of, of disappointment? I think they can. Look, I think they can. It's a really fascinating season, season for, for Perth Glory. And I guess it's handy that, you know, me being a Central Coast Mariners fan, I mean, uh, the current Perth Glory coach who has now just taken over, Alan Stadich, uh, was at Mariners a few years ago. and he helps get my Central Coast Mariners from the bottom of the table up to finishing in, uh, in in finals. And there is a chance that this could happen at Perth Glory. Look, I, I like the squad that Perth Glory has. You know, when you've got a striker like Adam Taggart up top, uh, you know, good youngsters coming through like Zimmerino and Coley and Trent Osler. Uh, you know, an experienced defence as well. Mark Beavers, Daryl Latchman. I mean, these are all names who, um, you know, are, are capable of, of, of winning many games this season, Perth Glory. It's tricky because you look at, you know, there's so many teams have improved this season, so you can't, like, say for sure that they're going to push into the top six, but uh, I definitely expect Perth Glory to be very competitive this season. Now, in the off-season, the Mariners lost Jason Cummins. Who's actually going to score the goals for the Mariners this season, and do you think you can go back-to-back? It's a great question. Look, to go back-to-back in the A-League is a really, really difficult thing to do. We know how even the league is. That's one of the most exciting things about the A-League, is it? It is so even and competitive. Um, look, it's going to be a massive, massive um, ask for Mariners to go back-to-back. Uh, look, we've got some good youngsters coming through. Alec Wall's back at the club, which is exciting. He, he's expected to sort of be replacing Jason, uh, Jason Cummings up the top for the Mariners. Uh, but look, just, I think for the Mariners, the positive is that we still retain the likes of Brian Kaltak, Josh Nisbet, Max Ballard. You know, these guys were so integral to that successful season last time around. Um, I'm, I'm not confident that we're going to go back and win the championship again. I think last season was a special season. I'd like to think we could be competitive again and finish towards the top. But as I said before, like so many teams have impressed uh, in the transfer market over the last few months. So it's going to be tricky to, 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 to be the last team uh, in the end again. Now, um, obviously, probably the biggest um, biggest loss, I think it's fair to say, over the off-season, uh, Craig Goodwin, he's been... No, that good for Adelaide over the past couple of seasons. He's gone to Saudi Arabia. Do you think Adelaide can cope without him? Oh, it's a massive loss. It's, it's a, a huge, huge loss for Adelaide tonight because you know he was voted the best player in the league last season, and um, rightly so. He's been so good for them for a number of years now, and 
he you know he provides goals, he provides assists, he's uh, you know almost single-handedly winning games for Adelaide at times last season. Losing that is definitely going to be a blow, and I'd be surprised to see Adelaide finish in the top four again without him. Um, the, a lot of a lot of pressure now on a lot of those youngsters at Adelaide. They are they are known for you know producing decent young players. Uh, you know, the most famous one at the moment is Nestor Irinkunda, who's you know linked with some of the biggest clubs in the world for a transfer. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'd be surprised if Adelaide, you know, were to be challenging towards the top. And I think this might be a season where they start to slip down a bit. Now, Lockie, I need to know, Western United, they haven't had a home for ages or ever. Do they actually have a permanent home this season? <laughs> it's, it's the, I mean, the joke's going around is a bit of a travelling circus. And uh, look, they do. It's just been recently announced, actually, this past week, I believe, that they're playing their, their games um, out in the west of Melbourne at their new training base, which is uh, recently constructed. And uh, look, hopefully the actual stadium that... Um, you know, was put forward in the original plans, gets built, and hopefully they're playing there within the next few years. But I think it's good. You know, even though it is a small ground, um, at least it's, that it's something that can that they can physically identify as home. I think that'll be really, really important for Western United to, you know, be successful this season. Um, and look, just a word on, like, the smaller stadiums. And I guess you guys over there at Perth, I mean, like, mm. Perth Glory played most of their home games at Macedonia Park. And you know, we saw that just getting a couple thousand fans into a smaller ground like Macedonia Park turned it into a really, you know, even just watching from TV, you could tell there was a really distant atmosphere there. So potentially Western United could do a similar thing to Perth Glory and turn that tiny stadium into a bit of a, you know, mini fortress. Now, look, we're just going to run through a couple of your predictions for the season. Johnny Warren medal, of course, no Goodwin, um, no Cummings, no Lafondra this year. Who do you think is uh, going to win the Johnny Warren medal? A player who's really impressed me in the Australia Cup so far and I think could definitely challenge for the Johnny Warren medal this season is Joe Lolly mm. at Sydney FC. The, the Englishman, he, he looked good last season but was a little bit inconsistent. Uh, he, he's a guy who I could really see doing well this year. You know, just you know, He's been in Australia for 12 months now. Settling into his second year, he could really set the league alight this time around. And, and yeah, you're right. There's, it's sort of, there's no real obvious choices for Johnny Warren medal. Uh, you know, with those departures, as you mentioned there. Uh, but Joe Lolling, I think he's one definitely to keep an eye on. Daniel Pena at Western United is probably another one as well. Uh, but, but yeah, I really like Joe Lolling. Do you think Jamie McLaren's going to go back to back in the Golden Boot this season? It's, I mean, that's it's probably the easiest prediction to make. Uh, look, he probably will. Uh, it's a bit of a boring answer, though. I mean, if I had to throw some other strikers up there to keep an eye on. Um, I think Fabio Gomez, new Brazilian striker for the FC, will do all right this year. Um, I mean, over at Perth Glory, Adam Taggart. I mean, if he gets firing, yeah, he's a fantastic striker when he's in top form. Um, as well, you've got some other names across the league. I mean, Bruno Fornaroli, a very experienced striker at Melbourne Victory as well. And a new French striker at uh, MacArthur FC, Valerie Germain, mm. could be set for a big campaign as well. So, look, there's a handful there that could definitely challenge Jamie McLaren. But, um, yeah, I think you're probably going to go Jamie Mac for the Golden Boot again. Now, uh, who's, who have you got for your surprise packet? Who's going to shoot up the ladder uh, this season? It's a great question, yeah. There's, 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 there's a bunch. Uh, honestly, like, every team that finished in the bottom six last year has... Um, has a reason, you know, there's enough uh, to suggest that they could uh, jump up the ladder this year. Look, I mean, like, I could definitely say uh, say Perth Glory. Uh, they've totally got uh, the ingredients there, a good manager, a good crop of players, a good balance of, you know, youth and experience. They could certainly jump up there. Uh, but, look, I'm really, really excited about um, about Western United. I think they, they did finish outside the top six last year, only just. 
Um, but you look at the squad and paper, and you know I mentioned some of the names earlier, like um, uh, Daniel Pena, Rika Danzaki, uh, former Socceroo Nikita Rukovic is back at the club. They're a team that should be finishing top six as well. So there's a few teams. I'd, I'd love to see Perth Glory jump up there mm. um, as well. I think we would as well. We'd love to see Perth Glory jump up there as well. <laughs> but uh, one last on your predictions. Uh, who's going to win the uh, championship? It, oh, that's that's the tough one, isn't it? I mean. As, I mean, the, the first thing I'll say is there's definitely a number of teams competing for it this year in terms of, um, I guess, not just Melbourne City. We, we often say that Melbourne City are sort of going to be the strongest team and, and uh, win it in the end. But I'm uh, really excited about this season because there's so many teams that I think have enough to win it. I mean, Sydney FC, I think, will have a really, really strong year. Western Sydney Wanderers will be up there again. I don't think Mel- I, I think Melbourne Victory will bounce back after a disappointing season and um, be competitive once again. If I had to give you an answer right now, I'm honestly going to say Sydney FC. I know mm. they just won the Australia Cup, but uh, the, the squad they have is... Yeah, yeah, they, they could totally do it. The squad that they have is, has got enough. I'll tell you what, I, I reckon maybe Melbourne City might finish first in uh, the regular season and then uh, maybe Sydney FC to win it in, uh, in a grand final. Three, three, third time in a row. That had happened for Melbourne City if that was <laughs> the case. Now, answer this one. So... Uh, we've, we've seen uh, a lot of uh, you know Premier League players come to the yeah, uh, namely over here. We obviously had Daniel Sturridge, and uh, it's fair what to say, a flop. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, <laughs> just say that straight out. But uh, Championship players, such as players like Adam Lafondra, I think is is a big one. Uh, Mark what, what, Beavers, Mark Beavers, yeah, another one. What do you think Championship players do better than Premier League players when it comes to the A League? That's a great question. Yeah, it's a great point. Look, uh, I guess there has been some former Premier League players that have done all right, but yeah, you're right. It does seem to be the Championship players. Um, look, who knows? I mean, maybe uh, we do see some championship players coming over who are, are maybe a little bit younger. Uh, like we even think of like Nani, who came over from, uh, you know, former Manchester United uh, uh, midfielder, came over to Melbourne Victor and he struggled as well. He struggled with injuries and everything. Um, yeah, look, I don't know what you can put it down to, whether maybe they just settle into the league a little bit better. Uh, look, obviously the championship is, is, is a little bit closer, obviously, to daily quality compared to the Premier League itself. But um yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah, they, they, they tend to do all right, the championship players. Now, Lockie, your Mariners last season battered uh, Melbourne City in the grand final. Take me back to that moment. What was it like as a Mariners fan when you won the toilet seat? Yeah, it was one of the best days of my life. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, look, not only to obviously win the championship, but to, to win it 6-1 and against the best team in the league that year in Melbourne City was just... It was surreal. It really was surreal. I couldn't believe it. And look, seeing the goals go in one after another, it was just just disbelief and just utter um, euphoria as well. And, you know, surrounded by so many Mariners fans in that stadium that night. Uh, It was just a magic, magical occasion and um, a really special team. Um, As I mentioned, it's disappointing to lose so many players and and our coach as well from that that season last Mm. time around. But uh, that's a special memory that will live in my mind for a long, long time. Now, uh, last week we saw the uh, obviously the A League women's season kicked off, and Central Coast, of course, taking on Newcastle, the F three derby. Uh, obviously, in the men's we saw they're playing for the uh, the road, a uh, little bit of the uh, the old F F three road there. The women's played for the uh, the rail guard. Now, uh, a little bit of rail guard off the old uh, highway there. So, uh, would you rather? Question is, would you rather play for the road or the rail guard? What do you think is the better <laughs> better trophy there? Yeah, well, for, I mean, I love it. I love it. Hey, look, I, I'd love both. I think I think it's fantastic to complete the. Uh, the full, the full package would be great. I don't know what else is on the freeway we can grab. Uh, I don't know, maybe like a tree or something. But 
maybe a bit of palm tree or something. Uh, but uh, look, if we can complete the whole set, complete the whole freeway, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> the A-League, one of the best competitions in the world for trophies. With the best trophy. You've that's got the, the rail guard, yeah. you've got the road, you've got the toilet seat. It's amazing. Yep. And you've yeah. got the distance derby. Of course, the biggest rivalry in the world, football, the distance derby. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Now, final one from uh, us, Lockie. Now, your Mariners are in the AFC Cup. We want to know, are you doing a Bali United away day? <laughs> oh, look, as much as I'd love to, I unfortunately can't get over for it. But, uh, hey, it would have been great. And I know there are a bunch of Mariners fans heading over for that one. Uh, it would be an awesome, an awesome trip. And, uh, look, hopefully Mariners get the win on the road over there in Bali. Because us, us West Aussies uh, love heading up there, and uh, I think next, hope, hopefully, if, if we can get to the uh, get to Asia, we might get a uh, Indonesia away trip. That'd be awesome. Or well, sure. COVID doesn't get in the way. Or oh, yeah, well, like that's that. that's what happened last time, wasn't it? But yeah. Well, Lockie from Coastwatch Football, thank you for joining Jordan and I for your A League predictions. No worries. Thanks so much, guys.